this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom. WKBAG Studios, Wario okay, K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games a Comedy Show. It is a beautiful Monday here in uh, the Mushroom Kingdom. My name is Jeremy Schmidt. And just a friendly reminder to not jump on Toad's heads. We know you can get major air this way, but that's their head. Those aren't hats. Let me introduce the Zoo Tycoon crew. To my left, Michael McCaller. Sup, y'all. Ooh. I'm just gonna linger on me saying so. Like <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Jeremy's yeah. trying to do something right now, uh-huh, but, so uh-huh, uh-huh. this isn't supposed to happen. Okay. <laughs> well, remember when I asked when everyone was ready? <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> Don't you worry, girly. Ah, oh, there it is. There it is. Uh, how are you feeling? I'm feeling fine. Uh, I got so much to talk to you about. Uh-huh. I cannot wait to get into it. Um. We live together, but I still can't wait to talk to this man. I still can't wait. That's how you know it's real. Across the table, we have the beautiful Connor McCabe. Hey. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) How's it going, partner? Oh, it's going great. Okay. I'm I too am excited to talk video games. I'm excited to talk to you too. Something something happened to me also with regards to you. What? I'll get into it later. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. And we have a newcomer, a new friend, a new member of the Zoo Tycoon. Challenger Approaches. Challenger Approaches. Uh, he's a, a very funny comedian. He has his own video games podcast. Uh, give it up for July Diaz. Do I wait for the sound cue? <laughs> so long, gay Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, it was good, and I loved it, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> And thank you for having me, uh, Zoo Tycoon Crew. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, July, I've wanted, you, I, I've wanted you on the show for a while, um, and I think the theme for this episode certainly fits. You are a, uh, a man of video game content. You make your yes, own video game yes, content. Yes, I am a man, and I make video game content. Absolutely. Uh, this episode, uh, the theme of it, it's all going to be about um, not necessarily video games, but the content we make adjacent to video games mm. or inspired by video games, things we like, things we never want to see again, <laughs> uh, stuff okay. like that. So I'm very excited to get into that later. But for now, lot let's of, start lot with of, a lot the, of stuff coming up later. A lot of stuff coming up <laughs> later right now. I, I really want to just meditate here on what we've been playing. Oh. And I want to start with you, July. Okay. Uh, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, <laughs> and and like and like your video game life, and okay. then and then I want to hear just a, a couple things either you're gonna play this weekend or that you've been playing lately. Okay, so my earliest video game memory would probably be Incredible Hulk on the Super Nintendo. It's like <laughs> one of the first <laughs> games that I can remember playing. That's perfect. Uh, I feel like I know you now. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, that's a that I the, liked that game. It was a great game. Yeah. Uh, I, this is a story that was told to me uh, when my sister was born, uh, and she was brought home uh, as a little baby. Uh, my parents were like, "Come, come see your little sister," and I was like, "No, I need to be the Incredible Hulk." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, but yeah, I've been playing you know since the Super Nintendo days and. Uh, I would say from that system to now, there was a point maybe like two, three years ago where I really fell off playing video games, but now I'm uh, really, I'm back. I'm back in full force. I got the Switch. I got PlayStation 4. I'm Ooh, playing, the big two. Yeah. Current game right now I'm playing is Persona 5, which mm, very I Very cool. How's Joker? 
How's Joker? He's great. I can't wait for him to be in uh, Smash. Do you think he's going to smash well? Yes, he will. He's, he will he smash, will smash well. well. Yes. Okay. All right. Does he smash normally? I've never touched a Persona game, uh, so I don't know. Does he smash normally? He does smash normally. Uh, I mean, what is what are the parameters of smashing normally <laughs> that we're putting up here? Well, he, double jump. My understanding <laughs> he is... He does have a double jump. Persona okay. 5 is like a relationship sim, right? Yes. So I imagine when you beat that, you're smashing. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yes, and I have not gotten there yet. Okay. But, you is know, there banging in Persona? <laughs> I mean, you can uh, essentially create links with all the, with all the, <laughs> with all the, that's what they call it, with creating all links. the women in your life, and you can date them without any any of the other ones knowing, which oh is, my is kind God. of cool. Bad. You can do what Connor McCabe does in real life. <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Jeremy, do you edit any of this? Uh, Absolutely not. <laughs> I, don't I, want I have left in full pee breaks on accident. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just completely forgetting somebody okay. had to go to the bathroom, and we sat in Wait. silence. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I think. What I think episode? I, have. I don't remember, but I remember. I remember because like, I didn't listen to last week's mm-hmm. yet. Not that one. That okay. I, if it, if it's like rigorous editing that I have to go through, I'll like go through the whole episode. Okay. But if it's like someone went to the bathroom and I just kind of forgot. I might leave it in. You can just search pee breaks in the iTunes store. Yeah. Any episodes <laughs> of Video Game of Pod comedy show. That and, the, and the time code for where those pee breaks are. So, uh, you, you, uh, Mikey Stevens, also a friend of the show, has been getting into some, some Persona 5. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, talk to him uh, about it. He's a, f- a relatively new PS4 owner. Connor's a new PS4 owner. We're excited. I'm to also be- a new PS4. I got the Kingdom Hearts uh, 3 limited edition Ooh, PS4. Very cool. Did you play through that already? Well, here's the thing. I... <laughs> played maybe four or five hours of it and then i had persona 5 and i was like maybe i should play it because you know joker's coming into smash so i wanted to get acquainted with the game and i stopped playing kingdom hearts 3 because persona 5 is so good and it's like all the extra time i have to play games i i'm just dedicating it to that well i got some bad news for you what guess who else is coming to smash who Mickey Mouse. The Keyblade. <laughs> the Keyblade? Now you got to go back. You got to go back and play But I know it. the lore of Kingdom Hearts. I've, you do? I played all of those. Wow. Mm. I played them all. Even the like Game Boy Advance. Yes. I'm telling you, you've got steps. your Kingdom Hearts at like roster filling it when you have to do an episode on it you've yeah. got a ro- you've got july you could you should get matt to do that episode i've met up knows kingdom Hearts. yes yes he does i i've played probably the first two over five times or something wow. and all the other singular all right separate ones, all right at least once we'll have to do an episode on it i just assumed that nobody played it and you no one liked flex it on us like i love that, it july. no love yeah yeah i lo- i played i played the first one that's it. I haven't even. I haven't touched the second one. I haven't touched any of the. Did other you ones. cry after playing it? No, but I like monster. I, I monster. like Disney and Final Fantasy. Those are my two favorite things. But I do know that they split from there, at about two. Right, like it, it's way less Final Fantasy stuff. Sort of immediately. Well, I they, would say it's about the same. It's about I the would, same. I would say three is much more Disney. Okay. All right, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Whichever one, at some point they were like, yeah, it's about our own characters and our own story and not really about Disney or Final Fantasy yeah. anymore. And ha- I, have you talked about Kingdom Hearts 3 in depth at all? No, nobody nobody in our extended family really has played the game at okay. all. Okay, so yeah. th- I just want to talk about one specific thing. Yeah. You go to Frozen World, which I forget what it's called, and you just 
you just you just watch all the songs play in full like what <laughs> this is great and i've never seen frozen so it's like okay so i'm just i guess i'm watching first frozen. of all i assume the world is arendale you might be right. Yes, right? Yeah. yes. And I, fro- I love Frozen. Okay, great. I love that movie. I mean, songs are Viking. I am a Viking. I love the cold. I yeah. love emotional suppression. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Frozen is one of the best films. Uh, Arendale. Arendale. Mm-hmm. That's like a, it's a guy named Aaron, Aaron and a guy named Dale. Dale. <laughs> and it sounds more, way more majestic than those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Connor McCabe, that's him coming in hot. What have you been playing, buddy? Um, I, uh, as we discovered last week on the pod, I'm a new PS4 owner. I am still playing The Last of Us Remastered. First time, great game. I, it's the, it was the game that made me want to get a PS3, which I also never did. Um, so I knew I wanted to play it first. Um, and then I'm playing Final Fantasy VII on the Switch, and uh, which I've never done a full playthrough of. Uh, it's great. I really like it. Um, I'm in Shinra headquarters, if that oh, means anything. that does mean a lot cool. to me. Here's um, why it doesn't mean anything yeah. to me, because <laughs> I was literally about to purchase Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII on the Switch today, because I'm on this kick where I'm going to the gym, turning the treadmill uh, angle all the way up, and walking instead of going for a run on the treadmill, yeah. okay. and I did it the other day on my Switch, and I was like, Final Fantasy VII feels like the perfect game for that. But I looked at the description and there were, it's the, I'm calling it the anthem problem Mm -hmm. where all of the nouns (laughs) were nonsense. So it was like the Shinra corporation has harvested the earth's Manra force. And I was just like, I don't understand what any of this means. And Mm. I freaked out. So (laughs) the fact that I am now, once again, you're like, if the Shinra corporation means anything to you, I'm like, that felt (laughs) personal. That That felt like an insult. I'm sorry for for triggering you. <laughs> like, really Wait, so you bought it for Switch? I didn't buy it. Oh, you didn't buy I it? I looked, I was literally on the screen to press A. Yeah. And then I said, nope, I'm just going to go run and today. This is something you no talked about on the podcast before, right? You know, going to the screen, thinking about buying, buying a game it, and then not buying, not buying it, right? It. Yes. This is definitely, this is a, I would call it a, um, it's real life like slapping you in the face and being like, you don't have time, you yes. don't want this, and you don't have the money. And I appreciate it. Yeah. Although I will say ultimately. you should buy this game and play it because it's very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also is like one of those like, the we're almost, I, th- I feel like we're almost over it being like a must play title. Like in the what? next five years, I think it's going to be like, you kind of don't even have to go back to it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Sort of like how certain games just sort of leave. Right. Like the I, must play. I don't think that's going to happen so soon, but it could still yeah. happen to that game at some point. Yeah. For it, sure. I, I think it's because it people complain about it all the time. Just like they, there's so many gripes with it these mm-hmm. days. People really turned heel on it, I would say, in about the mid-aughts. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, there's uh, definitely backlash yeah. about that game. Um, but I think it's also sort of had a, a little bit of a resurgence. Yeah. Um, well, especially now coming on the Switch, mm-hmm. and they did a really great port for the PlayStation, which I'm assuming is this port. It's the same Where you port. can, like, speed up time. Yeah. It's great. <sighs> that's good. It's very... It's. I, kn- I think I knew what to expect with it, yeah. and that's why I'm having such a good time. It was my it's favorite. It's so simple. The yeah. battle like I don't even think in the battles, which kind of Yeah. I I do like to think a little more. Did you ever play the you play it on a PlayStation when it first came I, out? I played it on a PS two, my friend let me borrow and mm-hmm. he lent me the PlayStation One discs mm-hmm. and I don't this is probably about as far as I got. 
as far as like what you, have you got it now? Like, like six hours into the game, okay, and okay. then like gave it back to him. Got it. Got so it. no, not really. I've never played it. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Mm. I used to do this thing where uh, my parents bought me a PlayStation, and I would go rent the game, but they didn't buy me a memory card. And so what I would do was I would just play the first disc all oh in one sitting. God, you what? would speed run it? I, no, I would slow do it. <laughs> it would take me two days. I would just not turn this console off. I'd go to sleep. Your sister better oh, not yeah. have tripped on your power cable. It happened all the time. My sister yeah. <laughs> ended many playthroughs of mine. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't think the story is might be as complicated as you think. It's not as like esoteric and weird and un- inaccessible. Yeah. It's like Shinra is... <laughs> A big company mm-hmm. and the they, Amazon of the Final Fantasy verse, and they're harvesting like essentially like oil from the planet. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's the, that is that is the basis for the game. Amazon books. Of yeah. Couldn't the Final be Fantasy more verse. simple. It yeah. really couldn't. <laughs> it, it is so very simple, and there's and there's definitely one to one, like things you can like relate it to today's world. Okay, yeah. like well, they, then why don't they just call it oil? Well, I, just, I get so frustrated with anime. I don't get its aesthetic. Yeah, I would say this is the most Western, though, of all of these. Music games. my ears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, that, was a, that was a huge. That took us on a tangent. No worries. Yeah, I love it. And Last of Us, you're enjoying still. Yep. And I downloaded MLB The Show. Ooh, so I like show. baseball. I like baseball a lot. I've never yeah. played that game. I hear that games. game is great. Like, I've I've heard the same, and I've just Mike Piazza. That's a baseball player. <laughs> uh, I've just been uh, doing the tutorials to try to learn. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited. Cool. Cool. So that's it for me. McCaller? I got a lot going on. I was in a Resident Evil 2 hole for so long. Yeah. And I have finally emerged. The remake? The remake. Oh, yeah. It's so good. You platinumed it, right? I platinumed Or whatever the yeah. Xbox. The Xbox, ex- yeah. Version. The Xbox that. Platinum. Yeah. And so now I just feel like I have all these video games at my fingertips. Mm. I've been finally getting back into Guacamelee 2, which is just like insane how perfect a game it is for me like it's about pro wrestling which i love <laughs> the combat it like feels so good it's metroidvania like you're just finding puzzle uh, they're like little puzzles where you have to like turn into your morph ball equivalent which is a chicken in this game yeah. it feels good to play it's got that like mario 64 feeling where just running around like looking for new power-ups is a delight um so i've been playing a ton of that I went to GameStop yesterday after having searched to find a specific GameStop that had a used copy so I could return it if I don't like it of Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Oh my God. Most of it, I would say 60%. Clapping at your own sound cue. Well, because here's the thing. I was mostly excited to text Jeremy a picture that I had bought it. Like, yes. it's his favorite game. I was very excited for him. Mm-hmm. I've what seen that him did playing to me, it. I mean, I just immediately turned it on myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I felt like it was as happy as a text from me could make Jeremy. It is <laughs> exactly so, that happy. Yeah. It's very hard, and I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's too much. It That's might great. be too much is for me. Is it really that hard? It is. I've been hearing about that, and it's like, do I really want to, you know... This is I want to spend I my think time playing the a hard is game. is yes. Wait, so are, do you really not like it? I don't know that I like it. Oh, my because God. Because not only is I the I had com- a feeling, because I could hear you screaming in your room. <laughs> I heard him going like, fuck. 
<laughs> so you call that having a feeling? You heard him <laughs> scream. Well, what, I don't like this. But, but I, mm, but, I think he's feeling something. Exactly. If I'm feeling something yeah, for yeah. a game, I'm kind of now in, invested in it. Right. Like I, I won't turn it off. I'm like, I'm into you now. I'm, I love you. <laughs> You've hurt me. I love you. Uh, okay. So if, if just the combat was hard, like the, I got to like one of the first like generals who had a big long sword and he had general big long sword, general, big long sword. <laughs> general, big long sword. Uh-huh. He has two life bars. So I had to not only stealth, like sneak up on him and stealth kill him, but then also fight him again. What? Uh, Cause you have to take his health bar twi- down twice. Okay, okay. And so like that was satisfying and that like I understood like working hard and figuring out his methods and like what attacks I had that would beat him was satisfying. But then once I beat him, I went on and there was like this kind of tough area that had like a, a couple of soldiers running around, but also like a troll woman with a big hammer. Yeah. And so I died a couple of times there, but then eventually figured her out too and killed her. And then I ran all the way back to my statue to save and fill up my health. And that respawns the enemy. So I was just like, all right, I guess I'll do that again. And then I was like, uh. but I got real lost. That game is not super clear on mm. where to go. There's no map. There's no right. map. Oh, and it also my God. Like it I'm feels linear <laughs> until it's not. I need a map. I need the map. I want so, a map. The whole yeah, point of the game is a map would ruin it, right? It's all about mm. memorizing it's like a Metroidvania sort of in like you memorize sort of routes to mm-hmm. go. Actually, that's not like a Metroidvania. Those all have maps. They all have maps. This is yeah. not this is not a map game because, yeah, the point is like you die and you die and you die in the same areas over and over mm-hmm. again. You memorize the layout. Memorizing the layout is sort of key to performing well in that game. Yeah. So that does suck. I remember <laughs> when I first played Bloodborne and I was so b- upset at it not having a map. And also... The uphill battle that those games are when uh, from the jump is not always that fun. Yes. Like I also didn't have a great time playing the first four hours of Sekiro. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I would say by I would say probably I, I started having fun by like hour five, but I really got into it by like hour. 15. Jeremy, are you listening <laughs> Jeremy, to yourself? Yeah. yeah. Have you taken the time to love yourself this week? <laughs> but it's one of those things where I just had faith in the, like, in the process, He's right? deflecting. No, 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 no. And, 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 I'm, and I'm better for it. I've noticed and, the wounds on your arm have no, increased. No, I fell down <laughs> the stairs. Uh, okay. Um, I, I have only really given it one night of playing it, and I'm going to keep playing it because I do have at least a week before GameStop will not give me my money back okay. anymore. Um, the other thing I bought at this GameStop at the same time because I knew Sekiro was going to be so challenging was Mario Galaxy 2. <laughs> Just like a fun oh, game. Yeah. And I release. also heard you put that on and it was way too early. I knew, I did you, put- <laughs> I knew you had not played enough of Sekiro yet. <laughs> that you hadn't earned your true. dessert. <laughs> Until I was upset yeah. <laughs> enough with Sekiro. They gave me Mario Galaxy 1, which I just played like a month ago. What? I was real upset. Wait, they gave you the disc. They for gave me one. the wrong disc. Oh. That is so hilarious. I am That's such a GameStop <laughs> move. I'm real upset. So I got to go back. That's what I'm doing. That is so awful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard. It's a good game though. It's both fine. both galaxies are good. Game, um, GameStop is lucky that they've gone unscathed on this podcast. Yeah, because yeah. we we could. We sure, hold them in got... our palms. Yeah, we could crush them at <laughs> yeah. any moment. Does anyone That's... have any good GameStop memories? 
Mm. I worked at GameStop for a number of years and actually have a lot of affection for their weird, like, <laughs> gaming of the system you can do. Like, right. if mm. you trade in 10 games, but, like, oh, it, like, it was like if you trade in five games, you get a bonus, but if you have 10 games, you could do it in two transactions. Like, these little ways that I would sneakily, like, steal more money from them yeah. even though they're stealing money from you every time you trade it in i like that yeah the wheeling and dealing is game as long as i steal the money back <laughs> <laughs> i also took money out of the tills ah there we go so <laughs> july any good GameStop memories uh this is not a good one but uh <laughs> is the one that came great, to mind great, perfect, yeah. when brawl came out they had like a tournament to you know play the because i remember like wario is finally in yeah. smash yeah that was awesome and yes. i was like oh great i'm gonna play wario and then uh the, the game seven player was like yeah you should pick them for for the tournament and i'm like i don't know i don't know i'm gonna i probably should pick one of the <laughs> players i'm used to and he's, like, <laughs> and he's like no 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 he's good he's good and i'm like okay and i did the side b which is you know the, the motorcycle, motorcycle and immediately died <laughs> And the guy was laughing so hard at me. As was, if Wario's was, a troll uh, character. But he's actually really good in Brawl. He is good. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think I just, that guy was know. Wario. <laughs> yeah. He kind of did look like Wario now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone who works at GameStop looks like Wario. <laughs> look it. I was. Listen, you said it. I was just thinking it. <laughs> Uh, I've been playing obviously Sekiro. That's my main. That's my main game. I've been going through. Um, I'm very far. I'm very far. I have. I. I have been doing a bit of, like, like okay, like what? It, how much more do I have to go? Like I kind of briefly looked at like the boss list, right? Like that's how I can kind of tell where I'm at. And then I have four bosses left of oh. like twelve, so I'm pretty far. Okay. I, I got a couple of things to do. I want to get a good ending because it's a lot of game to go through to fuck up that ending. <laughs> and of course, because it's like a Soulsborne game, how to get that ending, they do not tell you how to do it. And it's a lot of weird steps you wouldn't think of. Hmm. Like, like you get a power in that game. This is not a spoiler for anything, but it's like you get a power in that game uh-huh. that will allow you to possess an enemy, like a, like a little end, like an enemy, a normal enemy, not like a boss. And one of the steps in getting the good ending is possessing an enemy at the right spot. So he will then jump like it triggers him to go and do something on the map that you would never guess he would end up that he would have access to do. Mm. So it's like a lot of stuff like that, that like you would just never know. Yeah. Um, Sounds cool. But you would love to see more of that instead of missing it. A see more of the just because you don't know where how to activate those Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna look up how to do it mm-hmm. because I think, I think once you get to a certain point in the game, you just go like run and go do those things. It's like four steps, cool. and they're stupid. Gathering the Triforce. You're gathering, you're gathering like uh, maybe not the Triforce. Oh yeah, well whatever is like the three things Link has to get at the beginning of Ocarina of Time. Oh. It's like that long. Of the adult stones, spiritual stones. Yeah, yeah. The spiritual stones. <laughs> the adult, adult stones. stones. That's a different main. That's a different uh, yeah. main item. I had to pass an adult stone not too long. ago. <laughs> I got a question. Uh, do you look up like uh, walkthroughs for the games that you're playing? Um, hell yeah. You do? Well, it depends. It depends on what kind of game I'm playing. Uh-huh. Um, like if I'm, I, I play a lot of older games. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm playing an older game, absolutely I'll look up like walkthrough. And it won't be like walkthrough. Like I'm not like reading a guide and uh-huh. then going through the game. It'll be like I'm playing uh, Link's Awakening right now. 
and that game fucking is just hard. It's hard to know where to go the, and like what the banana to do next. trading sequence. Dude, I went through that earlier this year, and that was a moment where I was like, "Am I gonna look up a?" Because I won't. I'm not shy about using guides. No, I don't. Especially yeah. exactly what you're saying is for old games. I'm and so I'm shy. Playing that one. So shy about it. And really? Feel shame after I do it. That's interesting. I wonder what. Like, you what clear, kind of games are you looking? Just any, any game at all? No, usually, like you said, like if it's a hard or older game. But I, you know, I just miss back when you couldn't look it up. I understand. And you just had to yeah. deal yeah. with it. I get it. Uh, I remember playing Super Mario Sunshine and not beating it for two, three years because one part was so hard to, for me. Yeah. Most of those parts are that hard. Yeah. yeah. Most of that game is very, very hard. Mm-hmm. But I will say though that like, there, there wasn't that long of video games history where you couldn't look up what to do. That's like. True. Like, uh, I played Final Fantasy VII once all the way through, and then I bought a guide, and I played it again all the way through with the mm. guide open. And that's a different kind of video game experience. Yeah. Yeah. That is what a very relaxing thing I still do. Like, I, I will still, like, play through Final Fantasy VII, like, quickly, mm-hmm. like, with a guide open and just, like, make sure I get, like, all of my favorite oh, cool. summons mm. and all of the good materia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other game I turned on today because I wanted to show my girlfriend it was Braid. Has anyone played Braid? No. Is that the a new game on Switch? It's not. No. It's uh. Okay. It's an old. It's like a game from 2009. It was like one of those indie summer of arcades uh, games on Xbox 360. I think it was the first game that like cemented Xbox like summer arcade. Like mm-hmm. we're getting cool indie platformers. Yeah. Uh, somebody uh, listed off the games that came out at that same time and it was like crazy it was like braid castle crashers love um it. love castle crashers. limbo limbo maybe limbo and i think maybe super meat boy like uh, it yeah. was like it was like murderers row yeah it was like murderers row of indie games came out um but braid was one of these games fez might have been one two yes. fez feels like the second gen of that to me yeah uh, but it's like a 2D side-scrolling platform game that is about rewinding time. And, mm. like, uh, I would recommend everyone go play it. But the, the the kind of the hook with that game is that it's, like, it's playing off of Mario tropes, right? Mm. So the whole bit is, like, you're going through these levels, and it's a guy who is kind of like Mario, and he's trying to find a princess, and the princess is always in a different castle. Mm. But then it subverts like all of these different expectations mm-hmm. and it ends in this really profound way that I kind of don't want to spoil for you guys because I think you guys should play it. Okay. It's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful one of my favorite game. games of all time. Yeah. What, it's, what is it on right now currently? Uh, you can get it on probably anything. <laughs> I mean, there, there was a while it felt like they were giving Braid away. Yeah. Like, I do think it's on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely on Xbox. I'm confident it's on PS4. I'm playing it on PS on now. Yeah. It's just kind of around. Uh, but I would get it on Steam. I played it the first time through on a, like a shitty PC. Like it's just it's it doesn't take a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Cave Story that was another one that came out. Cave oh Story. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's cool. And I realized the part I wanted to show my girlfriend was the very end of the game. And like I was like, <laughs> oh man, well this is gonna take forever to get here. So I guess you're not ever gonna see how cool <laughs> this is. Uh, let's get into the news. Okay, we got some new releases. You guys ready for this hot list of new releases? Nintendo VR Labo. Woo. Anyone? Uh, 
I am. I was very interested in this until somebody uh, broke the news that to me that you have to hold it to, to your face <laughs> the whole time. Now, this is a cardboard. Thing? Yes, <laughs> but it's like a cardboard goggles, and you uh-huh. put your switch to your face. What? And it is does VR. And there's like a Mario Odyssey, like a few missions in that that uses it. And then you can play apparently all of Breath of the Wild in VR. Whoa, okay. Or it apparently halves the resolution Mm -hmm. for you, uh, which I'm assuming is just like your head is the right thumbstick. I guess that's how that... I don't know how it would work. I haven't done it, but... Could be interesting. I mean, I don't think I'm going to get it, but if if that gives me a fun excuse to replay Breath of the Wild for the first time, Mm because I haven't replayed it since I did my big playthrough of it. Oh, man, it's great. I might consider doing that, actually. <laughs> if it, Not if it's the holding it up to your face. That sounds You don't want to play 50 hours of that game holding up to holding your face? Up to your Again, face. we are going to be so jacked. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Arms only. Yo. Just your triceps. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's maybe. only $40. Okay. Only. So. Let's see if any, like, cool, like, hacks go out. <laughs> on uh, on on the internet where people like find they like uh, DIY their own way to like make it better. Yeah, that I'd be interested in that. Um, yeah, tweet, I, tweet us your hacks. Yeah, tweet it. Yeah, hey, uh, email us at VGA Comedy Show at gmail dot com. I hope that's available. Subject line hacks dash VR Labo because I don't want the hacks for other stuff. Yeah, Colin. Colin. What a great hack. What a great hack. And uh, Backslash. Yeah, I think I'm going to buy it just because it's cheap. Like that's, To me, that seems like a really cheap thing I can spend some time. Give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. Yeah. See what it fe- looks like because it is interesting to me. But I'm going to look into it a little bit more now that it's out and see how, how much people hate it. Uh, Dangerous Driving released. Anyone uh, excited about Dangerous Ooh, Driving? What is this? Is this a driving game? I assume. I assume based off the title. No, it's a golf game. <laughs> That's so weird. I was thinking Dangerous it's a golf driving. game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, because driving. Yes. It I is, thought I was being silly. It is a, uh, I guess it's by the team that does, uh, did like Burnout Paradise, uh, uh, the okay. Burnout games, they oh, what? left that studio and made Dangerous Oh, driving. say again? Yeah. yeah. Do you like, oh, tell me again. Do you like I the Burnout? love Burnout. Really? Oh, yeah. Burnout 3 with that crash mode, mm-hmm. you drive a car off a ramp and cause as much damage as possible. <laughs> it's pretty I cool. I think there were ska songs in it. Ooh. That that will get me to come game. right back to a game. <laughs> Give me Goldfinger, Superman. Give me Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. Oh, don't get me started about Tony Hawk. We know how your boy <laughs> feels about Tony Hawk games. <laughs> He'll play that whole thing on Game Boy Advance. He likes it Ooh, so much. I did. I did that this Chip year. Tunes game. Wow. Chip yeah. Tunes uh, Goldfinger. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I, I love uh, arcade racing games. I realized this uh, uh, this year. I like them. Onrush. Uh, Freaking give me some Mario Kart. Yeah. Mario Kart's great. Yeah. But like I, I would always be Hot like take. I hate. I, yeah. <laughs> it's great, but I would I don't know if I would categorize it in as in the same yeah. you know group as these racing games. Yeah. You know? Well, there's there's like simulation racing, which I think is boring and I don't like. Which is like this yeah. is a real car and yes. you have to treat it like a real car and you have to wash your car and like yeah. that. I'm like no, thank it you. Stresses me out. You have to what? clean McDonald's bags out of the back. Yes. Of your car. Yeah. <laughs> You have to explain to your wife why you've been sleeping in this. Uh, no, I, but like Test Drive for the original Xbox, I remember it was a game I played a lot of where you could like bring your 
fucking CDs that you ripped to your Xbox <laughs> yeah. into the game. Oh, yeah. Dangerous Driving, apparently, they made a deal with Spotify so you can bring Ooh. in your Spotify playlists yes. while you fucking yes, roll yes, around. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Is this a podcast on Spotify? Uh, it is. Actually, you, you can listen you can to listen it in Dangerous it. Driving. Yeah, I can listen to it in Dangerous We're Driving. We're a video game You soundtrack. can listen to our voices while you're driving dangerously. And then, and then, and then, the game I'm most excited about that I, I've been looking at, eyeing, but I've been doing that like on the purchase screen, but haven't been pulling the trigger. It's the Phoenix Wright trilogy. Oh yeah, came to Switch. I've always thought about like I'm gonna get into Phoenix Wright. Yes. Like when they came out for 3DS, I'm like, I'm going to get it for 3DS. And I never did. <laughs> but now you're saying it's on Switch, so on maybe Switch. I will. The trilogy, I've heard it's a great Switch port. It's uh, mm. very well updated and maintained on that console. You played those bad boys at all? Not once, no. I've played a little bit of Professor Layton, mm. which is, I think, in the same... That's It's a different game, but it's like in the same type of game yeah. where it's like, it's like kind of a visual novel. Story puzzles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I played half of the first Phoenix Wright, and, and it's awesome. It's awesome. It's so good. It's very funny. Okay, like objection is the perfect like SNL catchphrase of video games. It's just like a thing that they say a lot in the game that is always funny every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> they always great. Cut people off. Yeah, Man, what a great game. Um, I was watching Harvey Birdman the other night. Just throwing out some old Harvey Birdman okay. episodes. Yeah, and uh, apparently the same team that made Phoenix Wright. Uh, made a Harvey Birdman game for the Wii they back just, in the day. That's right. Yes. Yeah. They just love law parodies. Yeah. Which that that's perfect. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm interested in this game. Me too. I think I'm gonna. I think I might give it a shot. But it's thirty bucks. That's steep. That's ten dollars a Phoenix Wright game. But how many games come with it? I think it's three. So you're. You think the so Phoenix Wright trilogy is three games? I think so. Okay. So you're upset that. The Phoenix Wright trilogy <laughs> is thirty dollars, but you're like the Nintendo Labo VR thing that you have to hold I up is forty dollars. I couldn't be happier about that. Yeah. <laughs> but but Phoenix Wright being thirty, uh, a good game or a shitty prop? I don't know. Uh, well, uh, uh, that's right. I guess you can use that as a prop too. I, I could bring that into Mod Night, and every future sketch is now. <laughs> if I'm like buying any item, if there's a chance it can be used as a prop, like I'm pretty sold on it. Will you guys come to a show and laugh if I put a VR Nintendo Labo on stage? Guaranteed. Yes. Thank uh-huh. you. Uh, the Star Wars trailer released. Yes. That's not really video game no. news, but there's there's <laughs> I like, also hey, I was about to say there's also a not a lot game. of video game news out there. And I of the th- of the four news topics I have. Three of them are not video game related. Okay. Cool. So this is one of three. I don't know if speculation is news because it's probably just speculation. Sure. But there was speculation that there might be an April Direct. Hasn't been anything announced. They thought it would have been this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure if that takes it off the table. But April uh, Fools? I'm all about those directs. There's 100% going to be a direct. When Reggie reti- is Reggie retired today? Today I was his last was day. Today his last day. Mm-hmm. He's gone. Uh, Reggie Fizeme. Jeez. My number one Nintendo heartthrob. I was really shipping him and Waluigi. <laughs> um, I hey. like them because their bodies are different. Yeah, <laughs> they it, fit together. It's a funny look, David Spade, Chris Farley. It's a funny look. We, should do a, we don't have to do a Reggie episode, but a Reggie episode would be cool. To send off Reggie? <laughs> Our favorite like Reggie moments? Yeah, but if we like, don't do it today, it's never going to happen. Just like his impact on Nintendo and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, uh, if everyone could bring 
like a nice love letter, like a sending him <laughs> off. I would do an episode about. I'm gonna. That. Bring, I'll bring. I'll write a letter for Reggie. Yeah. Have and, you seen uh, any of those YouTube videos where it's like, did you know this? And then yeah. they did one on Reggie. Yes. I've seen that. Oh man, I teared up. It's really? awesome. It's very cool. And uh, they speaking did... of Nintendo, speaking of video game content. Yeah. 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 Sorry, sorry to jump the ship. No, 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 no. This is topic, good. This is good. That's uh, how I send a warning. I, I say the topic to the host. Yes. As, yeah. And then I look back at it. <laughs> 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 I'm the kid tattling in class. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, they've done a several episodes just focusing on, you know, Nintendo presidents and stuff. And yeah, they're so well made. Mm-hmm. That's great. Check them out. I should watch those. Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine what they would be like. Are they like just kind of emotional and like uh, like some parts cli- clippy? Like there's like a bunch of clips. It's from it's him. very auto, very biographical. You know, just yeah. if you don't know anything about these creators, you know everything by the end of a, this ten minute video. That's They'll weird. have them on games too, and yes. like characters. Like yeah. they just came out with one. Like, did you know about the character uh, Red from Pokemon? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and just his history in video games. It's like a ten minute video. What what is the channel? Did What's, you know? Did gaming? you know gaming? Did you know gaming? Okay, yeah. Let's give him a shout out. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll one. like subscribe. I'll smash that subscribe and uh, get into some of those. I probably have seen them and not realized I was watching. Yeah, you've seen yeah. them for sure. Yeah, yeah. they're out there. Uh, that's was cool. the part of the Reggie video that made you cry when they were talking about how he used to work at Pizza Hut? <laughs> <laughs> Invented the Bigfoot. And you're like, of yes. fucking course he did. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> God, I also I was watching old Pizza Hut commercials the other day, and they were so good. The oh, ni- yeah. the nineties Pizza Hut commercials. When they were like four eight 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 for the very best pizza you ever ate. <laughs> oh you remember this? No, I don't remember no. that. No, I I remember the X Men one, the X Men commercial where they had the VHS tape of the X Men cartoon. Yes, I've had those. And uh, I still have those. There's the one with the little kid who his mom's dropping him off at a Pizza Hut birthday. And everything she says, like she's like, make sure you do this, and then it's like cut to him at Pizza Hut, like, like using those words against her, yeah. like, yeah. be nice to ladies, and he's like kissing a girl, like you know what yeah. I mean, like yeah, he's like <laughs> like doing sort of what she says. Stop. Is this acceptable behavior? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just cancel. Uh, no, fuck that kid. Um, okay, so uh, the HQ trivia host quit. Oh, um, God, what's his name? I wish I, I wish I knew. I his wish name. I could Google it. I just can't. Mm. What's I, HQ I trivia? HQ trivia is like a it's a game on your phone mm-hmm. that you play with like millions of people around the country. Okay, and uh, it's a big trivia game, and you can win real money it's doing it. On the it. tip of my tongue, the guy's name. People make like one or two bucks. Uh, if you win, you split something like, I think you can, I don't know. I don't want to say anything because. It used to be really hard. And if you did win, you would be one of five or six people to win, let's say a thousand dollars. So you would make a lot of money. But now so many people win that you're splitting it amongst like hundreds of people that win. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And And it was always this thing that like, I remember me and Jackie would do like. Oh, it's time if we had like the day off. And, yeah. Like, we'd do it real quick and we'd always lose eventually, but it was fun to do it. You know, like, oh, his name is uh, Scott Rogowski. Rogowski. That's and what do you is. mean the host? Does he host these? It's this guy. So it's a real person who's like live on your phone. On your oh, app. Really? On the app. Yeah. Interesting. And, and he's making like what is a, a Gatlin gun blast of terrible jokes at you the whole time <laughs> this is happening. It uh-huh. is weirdly like, man, this is terrible what he's saying, but it's so like 
it's very watchable. <laughs> yeah, it gave it the, it gave the game this personality yeah. that I really enjoyed, which is like I'm gonna watch him do what is fucking dad jokes basically yes. at, at me. Yes, and and I know he's in a studio doing it to no one. Mm-hmm. Like that was another part of the charm, is he's just reading off of a cue card, just awful shit. <laughs> Uh, but he had a lot. He was like, he was great. Um, and I'm going to miss him. I, cool. ha- I, I will say I haven't played that game in a while. <laughs> yeah. This guy who, you know, I barely remembered his name. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. miss him. I'm going to miss him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, but, but he had a, f- a few fill-in hosts, I remember. he, You know, because he can't make it to everyone because they sure. do like two live tapings of it every day. Yeah. So sometimes he would have fill-in hosts. So, I wonder how yeah. much he wow. made in the course of doing that. Well, as a mm. trivia host, I can tell you it was probably around twenty-five dollars <laughs> and <laughs> and two free beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah and and one time you had to help the bouncer kick out a guy. Yeah, <laughs> people, so actually, you paid for that one. Yeah, yeah. people yell at him, and yeah. he feels bad about himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You host trivia. I do. Oh. Guys, Rockin' Riley's every Wednesday night. That's a mid-pod so plug right why there. Why don't you mid-pod all the time? Yeah, you should plug it. Well, because I just... Get some of our fans I to trivia. just got like good at it. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, cool. I, okay. I was kind of starting and like... If you throw in one video games, a comedy show question per game, you know our fans will show <laughs> up. You That's know what I like about happen. video games of podcast... What is this show called? <laughs> video games, video a comedy games, show. Colon, a comedy show. The fans show up. They yeah. are there yeah, for there. our there. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last thing is the Disney Plus uh, got announced. The streaming service that Disney's yes. going to be doing. And the big news with it, I think, is or the biggest news to me was that this, all of The Simpsons is going to be on this. Oh, I didn't see that. Wow. That, that, that to me cool. was the most significant part of it. Is like, we knew Marvel. We knew Star Wars. Yeah. I didn't. I was not expecting because I forgot about the Fox merger. They made an animation where it's like the Simpsons saying like, "Hey, walk, we're going to Disney or so." I didn't watch yeah. it, but I. <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't watch it. I didn't watch it, but I saw it on uh, yeah. my Twitter feed. Yeah, if I wasn't gonna get this thing already, I'm definitely that sounds awesome. Kind of invested now. Yeah, thirty seasons of The Simpsons, mm-hmm. and they probably won't do this, but oh my god, Jesus. if they added seasons. the commentary tracks for the old seasons, that would be worth huh. its weight in mm-hmm. fucking. I mean, like, so I I am now a Criterion Channel subscriber. Okay, mm-hmm. and Congrats. they do. Thank you, thank you. I've been waiting a long time for this. This uh, shock this to is come as out. well. Jacques is. Jacques doing it. Very. Mm-hmm. I. We talked about. It, I think. Did I, did. Uh, did I convince him to do it? I think he. He and a friend are already. Go- that's doing right. It they together. were going. That's yeah. right. They were going in. Yeah, they're going in on it. Um, they have all of the special features for those Criterion mm, collections. Whoa. Uh, whoa. With the film, so it'll be like the film with commentary and all of like the bonus interviews and stuff, which is like why you bought physical media. Um. So, if they had that, that'd be great. But even if not. God, I want to fall asleep to some Simpsons. It was on the FXX now mm-hmm. uh-huh. thing. Is it not on there that, anymore? That app just sucked. I like I, I it yeah. it talked me out of watching it because it was just so hard to navigate. It would always make me re-enter my information. And uh there was ads, like more than I feel oh, like there yeah. were ever commercials in the <laughs> show. Ads. Um I feel like most major cable network apps suck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I haven't tried the what's what is the Twilight Zone on now? It's like CBS, CBS All Access. I haven't tried it, but I imagine it's just god awful and badly uh, made and 
Oh, we should do a whole episode on apps. <laughs> <laughs> but it did come honestly from a real place because I had that thought. Yeah, well, because I could talk yeah. about. The you have been yeah. waiting to pitch us yeah. on the app idea. Finally. Yeah, my e- segue. Every pitch you've said so far has sounded salty, but I also think it's a, they're good ideas. Yeah, thank you. Like we should do a mobile gaming apps episode. Mm. Just like, what's our favorite fucking iPhone game? Avoiding my in-laws. Oh my um, god, I spent. Like two, three hundred dollars on this Dragon Ball Z what mobile app game a long time ago, and I had three hundred. I had to delete it because I was like, I'm just gonna spend so much money. What on was this. the game? It's like you. <laughs> it's like a trading card game, yeah. but you know, you see animations and you like fight with other people online and stuff. Oh. Um, it was so long ago, I could barely remember what it was. You know what? That's wow. not any crazier than a kid spending $300 on Pokemon cards throughout their life. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like... Or a Fortnite skin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not this. crazy. And it wasn't all at once. It sure. accumulated. Yeah. yeah. That is so As it wild. does. As it does. <laughs> a lot of people have their like go-to mobile game. Was Is this a game that you were maybe playing at a time where you weren't playing a lot, ton of console yes, stuff? Yes, it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that makes sense. Because I remember like... What got me back into playing console stuff was my phone. It was just like getting, okay, I'm going to mm-hmm. do this. No, well, you know, I could play it at all if I got this thing. And now I'm like, now I have a, an empire's worth of <laughs> minis. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also had to delete the Simpsons game off my phone. <laughs> <laughs> tapped out, was, right? Yeah, tapped out. I heard I great things. Like, I'm spending too much time on my phone playing tapped out. Yeah. Uh, is that the wrestling game? No. Oh. <laughs> Isn't there, there a Sim- there is a Simpsons this, wrestling yeah, game for, like for the PlayStation? P- PS4. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah. It's not called Tapped. It's not called Tapped. It's infamously one of the worst games ever. Um, Hit okay, and run, best one. Hit and Run is very good. That's the GTA like yes. game. Yes. Who doesn't want to just drive around Springfield? That's a, that best. was smart. Idea. They were sitting on yeah. a yeah. Just, yeah. Have you guys been to Universal Studios Hollywood? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Been to the Simpsons area? Yeah. Seen mm-hmm. the big donuts? It's I've great. Seen it. It's great. I've eaten it. I have had a crusty burger. I have one too. Uh, at when they did uh, the celebration at the, uh, what is it, the, uh, like the twentieth, some some celebration where they did an orchestra of all the live music. The they Hollywood did it Bowl. there. Oh, at the Hollywood Bowl. That's right. I remember that was like a couple of years ago. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had crusty burgers and a lot of cool stuff there too. Oh, that's great. They did something for the Muppets like that, the Hollywood Bowl yes. too, which would have been cool to go to. I remember there were some comedy people going to that, mm-hmm. and. Uh, no money, so that's the end of the news. Uh, so we're gonna hear a quick word from our sponsor, and then we're gonna get into the uh, <clears throat> we're gonna get into our main event. Uh, uh, okay, today we are sponsored by Digital Cartridge Pixelfart.com, a wacky clickhole-esque website touting headlines such as "Extra Extra." Turns out Mario and Luigi have wild hogs. Uh, or Nathan Drake gets me tooed. Or uh, Kratos finds skin cream now. He looks just like a normal buff guy. Or Master Chief sues Rihanna for the rights to the word halo. And not so shy guy arrested for public indecency? Doi oi oi. Keep reading, game turds. <laughs> <laughs> 
and <laughs> oh, okay, so so normally we don't acknowledge the ad. Uh-huh. No, there's a whole segment about explaining the ad. I think there was. I I don't know if I have the sound effect for it anymore, but let's just assume it's uh, this. We should have a talk after this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, do you have any questions about the ad? <laughs> Do I have any questions? (laughs) (laughs) Any questions? We can go over them later. Okay, great. Uh, Creating uh, video game content is our main theme uh, today. So, July, you are a uh, a fellow podcast Uh, master. Yeah, this is July talking. Uh, They call them contributors. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Contributor. That, for some reason, felt like the meanest thing Connor's ever said. Uh, Okay. Um, A contributor. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, you have a very funny show called Inside Video Games. Is that right? Thank you. Uh, Yes. It's labeled as a comedy. It's not a comedy, though. Jeremy, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) What what, what kind of show would you describe it as? Uh, You know... You know, I don't know how to describe it. I want to I wanted to do a short little mini podcast where I record it on my phone and I ambush friends and family members to do the show and um I get a little personal on the show too. You know, people think I'm doing a bit on the show, but I did try to get my mom on the show recently and um she did she said she was going to do it. And instead, she went up north to visit her boyfriend in jail, <laughs> which again is—it sounds like a bit, but this is true. <laughs> that, that sucks, dude. That's I'm sorry, I'm man. Sorry, yeah. man. I'm sorry. And I have an episode coming up. Mm, I don't, when is this dropping? This will drop Monday. Okay, so this might be out already, as you're listening to this with Carl Tart uh, as my guest, and I talk to him about how my mom was going to do the show again <laughs> but she again went up north to visit her boyfriend in jail and <laughs> moments before we recorded i got a text and i found out that she got married to her boyfriend in jail july that's your podcast you need to be doing that podcast i am doing that have you listened to this show no i haven't you have got it you've got to give it a, a whirl i always like it because i'm like i i'll click like when i see you, you, cl- promote you smash it. like but you be- don't smash play yes but wow. that's because i'm i'm saying that's me saying to myself this is something i do want to listen to so mm-hmm. i'm gonna just interact with it so that i have to acknowledge it at some point. And they're short episodes, Connor, so uh, okay. I appreciate the like, but I really appreciate if you listen. Yeah. Honestly, I'm just going to... I'll subscribe mid-pod. Yeah. Wow. Thanks, Connor. Smash Great. subscribe mid-pod. They're short eps. You know, the longest one was 14 minutes with engineer Brett Morris over at Earwolf. Very good episode. I would say... Thank you. It would say, if if you came for the video games, uh, that one has probably the most that video game That one's probably talk. the most uh, <laughs> sincere episode I have done because I think Brett was unclear with what my <laughs> show was supposed to be. Even uh, though I explained it to him. <laughs> yeah, and so, uh, McCaller, you also uh, just recently stopped working for a, a, a pretty major blog mm-hmm. that was uh have a lot of video games like con- tangentially video game related a lot of video yeah. game stuff uh came, definitely came through there there and you're still sort of working on the edges of video game mm-hmm. stuff and have made a lot of stuff i write uh reviews and i do a lot of like articles and listicles about mm-hmm. video games um 
And Connor, of course, likes Facebook posts yeah. about video games. Yeah. yeah, so like I would appreciate it if you brought me into this part of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are definitely a part of it because uh, along with us, you do help create the show and like... Uh, you're a pretty major a contributor. Uh, contributor Honestly, to that. that's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess this is like just a kind of a roundtable on talking about creating video game adjacent content, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I guess the first question I have is to everybody, and everyone can answer individually. Um, At the same time? Mm, yes. Uh, what other video game shows are we into that are not our own? Okay. And maybe... A second question might be, what do you like about them? Uh, McCaller, we'll start with you and we'll go back. Okay. Um, first of all, it does feel like uh, this is Jeremy looking for some free focus testing <laughs> <laughs> on air. <laughs> what we can change about um, this show. <laughs> no, there was, there was a question that I have at the end that I'm still debating whether or not to ask. It's basically like what kinds of projects we would want to do. And then I'm like, ah, oh, we shouldn't say that on the Yeah. Air. That's, that's just mm. free. That's just free ideas. We're just giving away. Yeah. Might ideas are nothing. Those. Still a discussion to be had though. It's still a discussion to be had, but yeah. Um, I listen to, I feel like video game podcasts are the perfect, like on in the background, like you can put as much or as little of your brain into them as possible. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the podcasts I listen to are like, if I'm listening to the daily, like I need to sit down and just listen to the daily so mm. I can understand what the hurricane means for a small civilization or what the latest Donald Trump news means for me personally. Okay. The daily is a political show. The daily is a political Got show. Got it. And it's great. It's hosted by Michael Barbara. Michael Barbara. Barbara. I've seen, Barbara. I've seen that listed in the, in the podcast. The best thing about that podcast store. is that dude's name. Yeah. He's fun to say, but like that podcast requires you to put, your brain muscle into it. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of funny games daily is maybe my most listened to podcast. And it's just fun. It's just yeah. like, they like run through the video game news of the day. They have different co-hosts. They ask you to remove your brain and please forget you have one. And you can just, <laughs> right. time you're listening. You can, uh, uh, get in your car, <laughs> drive <laughs> straight and listen to that mm-hmm. and come out, knowing no more or less about the world yeah um and not limited to podcasts i mean just just content in general is there any other like uh i i feel like most of it comes through twitter these days right like if people are retweeting Mm. something a lot that's going around Mm. it does feel like kotaku stories come across my feet a lot when they're reporting on how Anthem. Anthem got fucked up. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. that was like a big story, and it's like I don't go to any place specifically to get it. It's just what comes across my desk. So what you I like is it. sort of the ease of it. Like yeah. it's not really challenging you, and that's right. sort of important. Video games, I think, yeah. are the most I can be invested in something while still maintaining a healthy distance. Nothing video game wise is ever going to hurt me, but it will make me happy a lot of times if yeah. Nintendo announces something cool. Mm-hmm. Regular news hurts me often. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> movie news hurts me often. Yeah. Well, Rise what? of the Skywalker is a dumb title. Can we just say uh, that? Oh. I don't know. Well, Rise of the Skywalker. You can say that. You said it. You said what? it. What are we talking um, about? We'll see. It hurt yeah. my feelings. It remains to be seen. Okay. <laughs> we'll we'll see it. I think it should have been called Rise of the Job of the Hut. <laughs> Now there's a title, kid. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but like Kotaku, like kind of breaks uh, some of that 
I, I was what I'm hearing because like it, it they will write a scathing indictment of like a developer, right? But like I, I feel like a lot of times video games like runs up to the ceiling of Kotaku specifically will run up to the ceiling of how important a video game story can be. The Anthem story is pretty bad, but it is ultimately about people who make a dumb robot flying game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like the worst case scenario is like they are getting stressed at work, which is a problem. But it's not something that's going to, like, devastate me to the mm. point where, like, I need to take a break. I can just be like, holy shit, that's a crazy story. Yeah. Uh, July, what uh, what other video game shows do you like? I mentioned them before. Uh, did you know gaming is a really yeah. good one? should check that out. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, New Players Join is a cool podcast. Uh, it's uh, a lot of uh, UCB-centric people talking about video games on there. Uh, who does that? It's um, Keith and Jesse. They're UCB New York cool. guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, Are they out in L.A.? They're out in L.A. Mm-hmm. now, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, I, I'm going to agree and say Twitter. I think Twitter is where I see the most, you know, Mm-hmm. video game content that goes by me what can, and what what is it about some of the these things that keeps you coming back or that you that you appreciate or that you like so take for instance that podcast like is it like that it's funny is it that it's informative and funny is it, re- is, it is it relaxing uh it's relaxing for sure yeah uh you know because i put a podcast on i'm doing other things in the background yeah. you oh, know yeah. i'm getting my chores done mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh yeah it's uh i don't know if i would say informative i would say it's very nostalgia based mm-hmm. why i'm like listening or specific episodes too i'm like oh i remember the simpsons arcade game oh I, yeah i want to hear these people's thoughts on this game because i love that game yeah that's a good game. Yeah. Uh Connor. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Do I have a I consume a lot of video game content. Yeah, I, I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you've uh definitely introduced me to some stuff like the Retronauts podcast. Yeah, that's a good one. Um uh, a few other podcasts that you've introduced me to. Did you ever listen to Kane and Rinse? Yes. <laughs> uh, yep, I have. And and like like July was just saying, like looking up when I'll I'll just sift through a lot of those bigger podcasts, mm-hmm. and I will look for games that I enjoy, games that I was like nostalgic about, games that I've been interested in but haven't done, and I'll just listen to them. And I love throwing something on for like an hour, and I can listen to that stuff for hours, and just it, I don't get bored. Yeah. Um. I love a lot of podcasts like uh, Nintendo Cartridge Society is one I've mentioned a few times. They're a campfire show. Yeah, they're right? like they're yeah. UCB adjacent to Patrick and uh, Mark, and they do a really great podcast. Yeah. I, they th- I hope more people listen to it. I think it's awesome. We should uh, get them on this show. Yeah, there's certainly people we could talk to to like meet them. They well, seem I like also the nicest I realize dudes. I also I have a show on Campfire. I could just yeah. do that. You should do yeah. that. Anyway, uh, I, I like that. I like um, uh, Nintendo Switchcraft is a new one I've been listening to. Switchcraft? Do you know about this? No. Uh, the guy's name is Bob, I want to say, but it's a lot of like new stuff about anything. It's just Nintendo Switch stuff. Uh, so I love having a healthy intake of that. And he's he does like three episodes a week. They're like usually short. Mm-hmm. So if you want like a quick listen, you got one handy. Um, I watch a lot of... Is it okay that I just list all this stuff? Yeah, I just kind of want to shout out all these because th- it's been a 
this has been like a thing in the last like nine months that has really enriched my genuinely enriched my enjoyment there's like a color in 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 your face Mm -hmm. yeah you can see changed i'm glowing it's a glow up that's for sure (laughs) um but uh, i mean i i've like really gotten into video game content the last nine months i've always loved video games a lot Mm -hmm. this show has been a huge part of that too it's been really fun um to want to like keep up with stuff but uh so it's so I have a lot to list. Right. Uh, did you know gaming is great? Mm-hmm. Um, I like uh, Nintendo Switch Force. They have news and we'll talk about certain games a lot. Um, of course, Nintendo Voice Chat. Do any of you listen to mm-hmm. that? It's IGN's like Nintendo podcast. Mm-hmm. They used to do a video podcast, which I liked a lot. Um, they just ended all their they video did, stuff, they did. right? So th- some guys, at, some people at IGN, and they do a really great job. And they seem really awesome. They, Yeah. Um, IGN podcast specifically were maybe my first video game yeah. podcast. I mean that makes sense because they were like the big thing for so long. Mm-hmm. They were the biggest fish, I think. True. Uh, yeah, probably yeah. many more that I subscribe to. Um, but yeah, love video game content. And I and if I had to guess, just going off of our other two compatriots' mm-hmm. uh, reasoning behind it is probably because mm-hmm. of relaxation. It's something you could throw on while you like do chores or play games absolutely yeah yeah i do and i'll go on and read stuff too um just like articles or anything mm-hmm. i can find there i find there's not a lot of opinion stuff on that mm-hmm. or it's just not easily accessible but yeah in gaming i mean i there's maybe not I of just, a pin not, not, maybe I just not opinion content maybe i'm having trouble finding like the source for these types of things that people have written. or even just like opinions that resonate with you sure. i feel like there's mm-hmm. a ton of opinion stuff but like i just glaze over so much of it because gaming opinions can get entitled yeah 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 it is tough when people demand yeah that their favorite game be cheap <laughs> on nintendo switch <laughs> shut up just pay it yeah <laughs> or or get or uh or we should burn nintendo down because they released a game on the 3ds <laughs> still yeah <laughs> The Nintendo Switch has been out for two years. Yeah. We deserve folders. Yeah, as they Shut just as they, they just kiss uh, a picture of all of their money they have in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, there's. I, I find that I come to a lot of video game content for a, a, a number of different reasons. Uh, one of them is definitely to put on something while I'm doing chores or like playing other games, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I love the shows that are just nostalgia trips. Retronauts is very good about that, but I feel like this Nintendo Cartridge Society uh, podcast is probably yeah. similar to that. Um, the one you mentioned, July, sounds similar to that, where it's mm-hmm. just like, we're going to talk about Yoshi's story, and we're going to do it for two hours, and you can just hear people basically talk about things you already know about mm-hmm. Yoshi. <laughs> it's like, weird. You just like want to hear, just think about that stuff again. Yeah, it's, and yeah. it's crazy. It's nothing. <laughs> it's very. I will learn things when I listen to these podcasts because these people also know so mm-hmm. much more. Like the Retronauts people, when they do the Final Fantasy episodes, the way the because I listened to Seven, they did yeah. a two parter on Seven, yeah. so I've been listening to that since I'm playing the game, and just the stuff they know is crazy. Yeah, but most of it's not re- revelatory. So I don't know why <laughs> I am like consuming mm. it like it's yeah. It's you weird. know they recorded the music in two separate sessions. I, like, I yeah, got it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Sounds good. <laughs> it sounded good. I'm glad. If they were done it in three, who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just found a completely Resident Evil based weekly podcast. God. Wow, and it's too much. That is so. Your I shit. Got, I was uh, into it for a minute, and yeah. then I was like, even me 
<laughs> the person who has played every Resident Evil hundreds of times. Yeah. I was like, you guys need to chill out. Yeah. I found a, a podcast uh-huh. that was like two 16-year-old boys playing through every Final Fantasy game from one to the end. <laughs> oh, my wow. God. And it was the worst audio recorded sound <laughs> I've ever heard. And I listened to, I mean, fucking hours of it Honestly, like so much that seems like the funniest tv show i've ever heard in my life <laughs> and they oh had their God. like stupid high school jokes like like oh. them just thinking they really burned like sephiroth <laughs> like <laughs> and it's just like it and but for some reason i just like i could just keep going uh, whereas like i feel like shows like if we're talking about just podcasts like radio lab or a show that might be more important or even comedy shows like bang bang or uh, uh, Hollywood Handbook. You know, I like. I'm like. Oh, I don't know if I could do like four hours of this in a row. If it's a chore. It's <laughs> as, a chore at yeah. some point because yeah. it's like, all right, I, I get the bit. I know. <laughs> I know what they're doing. I uh-huh. yeah. It's just there is something. Also, to... we're in comedy, so it's like we don't want to do comedy. We don't want to consume comedy all the time. You know. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go to work life. at home. Exactly. Yeah. What am I gonna eat? Where I also shit and do comedy. Yes. <laughs> Because uh, I love to shit and eat. Uh, just a quick plug for the UCB Inner Sanctum. They sell sandwiches and other foods. So yeah, <laughs> work there now. So you can uh, eat shit and do comedy in the great sanctum. free public bathrooms. Yeah, yeah. They, they do have a good bathroom. Yeah, we'll say. Uh, I just remembered another video game content show that I consume. Games done quick. Have you ever seen any of those? Yeah, those are great. I love yeah. those. Mm-hmm. Too much time spent on those for me. Me too. Yeah. 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 I've seen most of the Resident Evil uh, games done quick. They're so fun. It's like a cool thing. Games to... done quick was actually my like intro into Twitch speedrunning yeah. and like streaming in general. And I can pretty much chart where my depression is at yeah. based on how many hours I'm spending <laughs> sure. watching Twitch. Right, right, right. I'm a very depressed guy. Yeah. So. I find that looking at a Mario calms me, so... Uh, <laughs> looking at a Mario. <laughs> yeah. No, Why my, didn't you say looking at Mario? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not like he... Mario is a Smurf. No. Well, so uh, that's a joke. I So I have... That's, that's a joke I have with Jackie where, oh. like, she's like... Like, cause I will buy like, like a Mario figurine and I'll have it like on my shelf. And she's like, you know, you have all these toys. Like I'll like, I'll have like a, Ren, I'll have like a, I'll have like a Ren and Stimpy. Right. And, and she's like, she's like, yeah, we're gonna put some of these away. And I'm just like, well, hold on. Like we need to have a Mario out. Cause like looking oh. at a Mario, oh. it, it'll calm you. me yeah. down. Like a Pokemon. Yeah. Did you ever get into Amiibo collecting? No, I, I only have one. And it's a link amiibo. We have this. We we both have it's the, the same, same one. where he's Which like one? jumping and he has a sword. From the, it's from uh, Smash. From Smash. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I went full force oh, into collecting no. every single really? amiibo for Smash, but then as soon as they started adding downloadable characters, I'm like, I I have to stop. Wait. So how many do you have? <laughs> Four. <laughs> I have. That's a lot. Probably like six. 40 some 50 something oh, that's wow. awesome. oh i really want to f- i just want to f- get a few more july <laughs> can you take a picture of your amiibo yeah, collection and send it to me so i can make it the banner for this episode i will i will also yeah. july can i use just like some of them to make a photography comic <laughs> <laughs> sure this yeah. sounds cool Dude, rent them out a dollar a day yeah i will say most of them are in the their packaging yeah i, but I some assume. of them are because you can out. still use them in their packages 
You can. Is that the case? Mm-hmm. Oh, with the like, you, you know, cut a, cutting a hole. So in could it. you just bring? I a thought you could just yeah, just to like, the target. Really? I don't. I've never tried that. So uh, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe maybe I'm wrong about that. <laughs> they, and do amiibos come with cards that are also representative of the? Um, no, but no. there you can like illegally get I these think, amiibos yeah. through cards. I think you can. Yes. Uh, yeah. So that is part of the reason why I watch. Uh, or or consume content is just like because it's relaxing. It's telling me stuff maybe I've already heard before. Maybe I'm getting like one new piece of news about a game I've played a mil- about Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, they were that big, uh, <laughs> but um, Colossus size. <laughs> yeah, but uh, for the most part, yeah, like a lot of that stuff I think is very um, is relaxing. There is this other subsect of things that I consume video game related that it's like. It almost like is like that cane and rinse. Like these are uh, uppity British men talking about a game in such a pretentious way, and they're and it's like these. That is an, that is a show where I do learn a ton of stuff from it. I'm right, just hearing the Earthbound episode now. Yeah, that was like my intro to them. When yeah. I was going oh, to Earthbound, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. On the Super Nintendo, it was developed in. 1989 and blah, blah, blah. you know it's like it's like it's like well, I don't really like it yeah yeah <laughs> I hate it. yeah it's like it's like the PBS documentary of whatever game they're yeah. talking mm-hmm. about and uh, I find those to be equally as like engaging totally. for me mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy like this is a really hardcore breakdown of a thing I like and a lot of those that and Retronauts specifically I really it you can really feel and you hear them give their personal like thoughts on those games and they played them when they came out most of the time especially all these old ones yeah They're like the classic jrpgs especially yeah um i know we come back to those games a lot on this podcast mm-hmm. but uh yeah they you can just tell that they they like express their first experience they how it's aged now and they really have a i feel like a just a formed perspective on those games yeah and that's why i like them yeah i i think i think that is something that i really enjoy like uh like uh, there's this, uh, his name is uh, Vady Vidya, and he just does like he's a YouTube Fake guy. Name. Definitely, <laughs> definitely a real name. Definitely his birth name. Fuck that guy. Where's the uh, truth? No, uh, uh, he, I seek the truth, and that's the <laughs> fake name. Give me the real name. He does uh, only Souls uh, from software game videos. Mm, uh, okay. So it's like, uh, and he has this thing called. Uh, uh, it's a series called uh, "Prepare to Cry," and it's uh, it's a playoff of like From Software's "Prepare to Die" campaign. Whenever they Dark Souls was released, the tagline was "Prepare to Die." Okay. So the series is called "Prepare to Cry," where he takes one character and he's mined all of the lore from the game that the game could possibly have to offer into a video, where he then uses the game's engine to like animate like the story of that person. Mm. So like like his like main video up here is like prepare to cry the legend of Artorius the Abyss Walker from mm. what I'm assuming is uh Dark Souls 3 probably. Uh or Dark Souls 1. I got to look that up. Yeah, they are fucking great. Like when I was getting into Bloodborne, uh you know, that game is so esoteric and nebulous that like you miss whole like things in that game because you weren't looking at the bookshelf you know Mm. uh and he comes back through and he's like here's 30 minutes of exactly what this game means Mm. and like the story behind it and he's doing Sekiro right now and it's great he's like three episodes in and like 
His videos are like 20 overlooked mechanics in Sekiro. So that's great. Uh, 15 things you missed in the Harada. So, it's like, so he'll do like a lot of things you missed in certain areas of the game. Uh, and it's cool because like he'll, he'll like get out at some point in all of Soulsborne games, you get like a binoculars where you can like look closely at stuff. And he will take that to every inch through every inch of that game. And he'll be like, did you know that actually uh, this character model and this character model are the same character model, just like one's hunched over. And like, he does it by like looking through, like mm. clipping through the graphics and stuff and like looking. Mm. Uh, and I think stuff like that to me, I, I really enjoy. So, my next question was going to be, what is something video game related that we want? Like a show or uh, like a show or something mm-hmm. we can consume or read, uh, but that we would never do ourselves. Like this is not something we would ever want to like put forth the effort to do. <laughs> um, I'll go first just because I just threw this at you guys. But uh, I think like a show that really broke down a lot of like the sound design of certain games that I really, really like, like how video games use sound to either like tell story or to like teach players how to play their games, mm-hmm. I think would be very interesting to mine out like, you know, when Mario dies this way, it makes this sound. When he dies this way, it makes this sound. And like, this is why they're different. One is that he's on fire. One is he drowned. <laughs> That's a cool technical uh, side of games that I don't know. I know so little about. Yeah. If I don't really know anything. Yeah. And just like, and, and how like they use the sound chips already in those consoles, especially mm-hmm. Nintendo consoles to like flesh out those worlds, especially when they're working with almost nothing. Like in the NES era, like there was like nothing there, but like they somehow built these worlds and like made these, made this music that was so elaborate yet uh, would cut out. If Mega Man shot his buster, it would have to cut out certain elements of the song. You know, I think that, that makes me think of like a podcast or some show about, um, yeah, really exploring like the limitations of especially these classic games or maybe even modern games, like what the people were working with and the designers and why they had to do certain things like you were saying about the sound or maybe the graphics or like that would, that would be very interesting to me. Yeah. Like when you, anything like that, yeah. Like with graphics, when you learn that a developer added mist to a game so that, uh, like it could load properly things behind <laughs> it. Like shout that blow Silent Hill. Yeah. Shout out Silent Hill. <laughs> shout out, uh, shout out Turok. Shout out, uh, so many games. Uh, yeah, that, that blows my mind when I first heard that. I was just like, oh, that's like, it's loading and I'm, while I'm running, like that's such a fun, uh, discovery, you know, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that I think is really interesting. I think more technical stuff might be cool. Uh, I will say one, uh, one thing that this question made me think of was my, um, my cousin who was like my best friend growing up, um, and still is one of my best friends. I didn't mean to say that in the past tense. <laughs> um, He's going to hear this. Oh, shit. He went through this phase where he was like, I'm going to collect every NES game ever made. Hmm. And um, so he would just like go to Goodwills and just buy whatever NES games he found and then would be like online looking for them. And it fell apart once he realized how many games there were like the track, track and, and field, field yes, <laughs> yeah. is worth just like $30,000. Yeah. <laughs> like it's too much yeah. money to ever do this. But he... Um, Little Samson. Too. That's another one that's like is it easily like thirty thousand. There were a bunch of them that had like Japanese only, so he was like, I'm gonna get the gray cartridge and the black cartridge <laughs> in Japan mm-hmm. they made it. And it was so fun to like 
have a lead on like a flea market. And then he and I would go there together and see if we could find like just the NES game bins or like hear that there's maybe like a store. I was just in Burbank the other day for lunch and remembered that there was like a used video game store there and just yeah. checking out. They had like Resident Evil 2 for a Nintendo 64. Like uh, with the I know box. what store you're talking about because I've looked it up and I've been meaning to go. It's not great. It kind of it's it was much smaller than I thought it was going to be. But like I would love a show that was just like we're going to collect all the Super Nintendo games and then not only like talking about some Super Nintendo games in depth like a Retronauts does but also like their adventures in finding them like yeah. what they did together to like travel like this experience of going into these weird video game stores and talking with yeah the freaks who work there uh and then like uh just finding out how deals work and like can you wheel and deal your way into getting a boxed mario rpg like I would be super into that show, and I have no interest in making it. Yeah, Pawn Stars video game. Yeah. 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 I went into a, when I was in Texas visiting, I went into a recycled books in my college hometown, which is like our big, cool bookstore that like just had a bunch of used shit. And they had, they now have a glass case with video games. Like, Ooh. video games has now permeated like <laughs> through culture so much that it's like now that it's in my old college fucking bookstore. And they had a boxed Chrono Trigger for oh. $200. And I just was like, looking at it like, this is so, this is like torture. It's like yeah. so close. I can uh-huh. just touch it. But it's so, like, that's so crazy, yeah, right? that's crazy. <laughs> um, July, do you have any, do you have any shows that you would like, want to sure, see? I'm sure this show exists. Uh, people playing really awful, bad video games. Right. That well, ex- if it doesn't, Matt Apodaca will make it happen, right? Isn't mm-hmm. that his new show that he's producing for Earwolf? Right. I'm just plugging his show. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it called like, How Did We? How Did This, how did this Get, get Played? Play? Yeah. And it's with uh, Nick and Nick Weiger and Heather, and Heather Campbell. Campbell. Yes. Yeah, I'm very excited about the show. Um, and I have told him he should do video stuff for that show because, you know, even as an audio podcast, mm-hmm. it, it, I'm sure it's going to be great, but. Put some, you know, put oh. some videos out of these. Uh, yeah, them playing the games. There's no, there's no excuse for not having at least some Patreon content. Or oh Patreon. yeah. Or I something. guess if it's on Earwolf, you wouldn't do Patreon for it. But I don't know. But if you had like, yeah, <laughs> if you were gonna do bonus content, uh-huh. that's it right there. You know, we get on Twitch. We're gonna play this. You know, whatever. I'll tell him. Yeah, tell yeah, him. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you got the inside uh-huh. with Mr. Apodaca. You let him know we said. Do, do video. Do <laughs> Another cool thing would be like a behind the scenes look at some of the modern video games. I know like God of War did one, which is really cool with the like the voice cast. Yeah. Just more stuff like that. More what feels like special features on a game where I can like get in depth into God, I am how the game so got there. made. I'm you know? so there for that. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Do you remember the the movie Indie Game that was like? No. Okay, so there's a documentary called Indie Game, and it's l- about a lot of the games we were talking about earlier in the episode, right? It's like it takes uh, Jonathan Blow, who's the creator of Braid, the guy who created Fez, Phil Fish, and, yeah, is and that his name? Phil yeah. Fish, the guy who created Fez, and the the team that created uh, Super Meat Boy, mm. and it just follows them around and it documents like those games, and like it's an incredibly powerful documentary mm-hmm. even if you don't like video games because mm-hmm. it's about these people who make stuff in their basement and then they ma- suddenly are millionaires like they, they they rolled the dice 
they lost their families over it, <laughs> and now they like and it, the like the games actually panned out, mm-hmm. and sort of about like their their like, their struggle as artists or whatever. But it's very good. Mm-hmm. I would love stuff like that on like any game. That any... reminds me, more documentaries about guys trying to beat high scores yes. on arcade games. Yes. <laughs> And rivalries. Why is there not more? Wait, like a ton of That's King like, of Kong clones. Yes. Yeah. Thirty for thirty, but for video games. Yeah. 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 30, I was just yeah. pitching that article. The two top Mario speedrunners. Yeah. Uh, or Mario sixty four speedrunners are like my favorite people to watch on Twitch, and yeah. they're like best friends, but they also are like trading the world record back and forth. Oh, it's oh my gosh! There's yeah. a great. Uh, smash documentary online yeah have you seen oh, it i have it's like 30 minutes it's way longer than really that. it's like in 15 parts oh, it's never like mind. It, it, tra- it like follows the lies of um this is like smash like the second smash brothers melee mm-hmm. oh. and the comp- competitive side to it like them playing t- tournaments and traveling the United States just, oh, that's you know, cool. uh, it features the, it's really the cool. competitive smash community a lot. Yes. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is such a wild, uh, subsect of people who do esports stuff. Like that is, yeah. I've, I've never really gotten heavy into that. I know like I had roommates who like were really into Starcraft two and like knew all of like the big names in Starcraft two mm. and like, like loved them. Like people love fucking, Walter Payton, Walter and the Payton. Chicago Bears, Babe Ruth, uh, the only sports star I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that, that I think that would be great. That'd be really cool, and that's definitely something that we don't have access to, so we wouldn't be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I don't know if MTV True Life is still on, but there was one that I saw on YouTube <laughs> again <laughs> of professional gamers and uh, do another episode on that. Yeah, <laughs> do a two-parter yeah. MTV. Were they well adjusted? No. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the best part. It would have been my guess. It was uh you know, it followed some actual professional gamers and just people that just named themselves professional gamers, <laughs> but they had real life jobs and they would just leave their jobs sometimes just to keep playing games in this apartment where they all lived and it was like 10 of 10 oh, guys living in this apartment my God. Just, oh, no. constantly playing games, yeah. just being a fly on the wall. Watching yeah. something like that, a Big Brother show, a Big Brother show where, where everyone we, everyone's just playing. Games. We lose our jobs yes. watching these guys lose their jobs, yes, yeah. yes. And, and we're not even playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that is truly a uh, a Black Mirror type situation. Um, I might cut this out, but I guess I will throw it to everybody. Video games. What are some projects that we might be excited to do in the future? If this gets too like, wow, that is a rock solid patent pending idea, we might cut it out. But I don't know. I, I'm just curious and I'd want to know uh, I'd want to know where you guys were at. I know that me and McCaller were kind of talking about um, in in the in like the same vein as like the ad for this show uh-huh. is like starting like an onion type uh Pub, online publication but for video games where it would be like cut this out that's a great idea yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah it would be essentially I'm being that. serious yeah well i yeah i will i will <laughs> video game comedy feels like a venn diagram that hasn't overlapped in the anyone who space? does video game content other than july is not comedians yeah and they're not funny at it's all strange to me it's, yeah yeah generally uh-huh. isn't funny well, they're not. They're not yeah. comedians. They're funny like, in the way that like your dorky friends are funny, and but so, like yeah. they don't 
they're not like honed crafted yeah. comedians. I guess that's right. really all it is. It's not that they're not funny. It's just that they're not comedians. Yeah, I, I, they just don't really understand structure, and a lot of it's tone deaf. Like a lot of like sometimes yeah. video game people are don't go yeah, figure. Like those speed runners, <laughs> some some of them have like friends on their couch like commenting, and yeah. they're making these like weird. Almost like too sarcastic jokes, mm. and it's like some it's a lot of memes. Yeah, it's kind of like, off-putting sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's something that was curated, that was like a vetted. Like this is like we pitched on this article. It's in like the right tone. Like mm-hmm. uh, something like that, I think would be really fun. That um, would be great. That's do you guys, great. do you guys have any have anything any any things on the horizon that you might want to experiment with or or fuck around with? Um, I I. What we did with uh, Space Solace yeah. is something that I, like, going down that road some at some point and, like, doing more episodes like that that are fun. For whatever reason, I really like talking about the things that are already spoken for and, like, mm-hmm. ranking them. Yeah. But I like doing it actively, which is why, yes. I, like, I came up with that idea. We did an episode where we, like, did a Desert Island-themed game or where we drafted in 64 games because we were getting shot off to different areas in space okay just to like see what we ended up with uh, for the rest of we our had lives. the whole n64 library that we could call but we did like a fantasy draft yeah uh oh. and so some of us ended up with some it was great stuff some of us ended up with garbage Jeremy and i'm so upset <laughs> <laughs> and more stuff like that would be yeah. fun uh, i think that comes from me liking the sports writer bill simmons a lot yeah i know he's like very popular and some people are like hey stupid but um <laughs> but uh, no some people he's are just, great at lists i like bill simmons a lot i think people are over voice. i think people are overly critical of him but i want to do fun stuff like they do with sports which is like yeah. their mount rushmore they're yeah. like fun their ideas are great, so I want to like have those for video games. Yeah, and there is something weird about like it's almost like what we love about the D and D type podcasts is sort of like that, where it seems like a lot of numbers and lists and rankings, and like that's sort of the fun of comedians getting together and doing D and D stuff is that it's like mm-hmm. it's all imaginary, but we can kind of pull it off because we're. You know, like we're so at, funny. We have we've taken a one hundred and one <laughs> improv class or yeah. something. Uh, July, anything? I think I might. Uh, this is an idea I had a while ago. With my podcast, branch it off into do some sort of video series where mm-hmm. I'm gonna actually like review a game or like unbox. You know, doing an <laughs> unboxing video, but then it just becomes not that at all, and it's just. Me breaking down. Every time it's you unboxing a box of Dave's hot chicken, and then you're just like, well, I guess I got to eat this. I mean, that's a great idea. I might, do, I might just do that for one. You know? uh, I would love that. I also want to echo that. Yeah. It's like, I would love to do a video component to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've shot back some ideas back and forth. I'm, we're not, I'm not quite yet sold on any one thing, but it, an, an MST3K, Mystery Sense 3000, esque version of playing through an old video game is not Mm -hmm. a bad idea um if we could get everyone together Mm -hmm. like a let's play like a let's play that's fun but us but us doing it because um, every let's play is so information based yeah uh i hate that yeah yeah, yeah. be funny yeah all right uh and we're gonna close out with with an email uh before we go uh, so this is from uh, Giyobu Oniwa from the Ashina outskirts. Fake name. 
Hey, Zoo Tycoon crew. Uh, what kind of video game content do you absolutely want to completely go away? For me, I think it'd be April Fool's Day announcements. Uh, Those are bad. Yeah. yeah. Those have fallen, um, out, fallen out of favor for sure. Yeah, I think, uh, and I'll, I'll go first just to give you guys a chance to kind of think something mm-hmm. you would never want to see again. Um, I'm kind of done with like, like, I just don't think it's that fun of a take that's like, hey, guess what? Remember this game everyone loves? It's bad now. <laughs> like, I played it again. I found out it's bad. Hey, you guys have fond memories of Tomb Raider 2 for the PlayStation 1? Guess what? I played it just yesterday, and it's terrible. Like, that kind of Kotaku or Wally, Polygon this game article. game broken. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. We thought this was good. It's bad. And it's <laughs> like, well, <laughs> fuck off like i don't know what to say like that's crazy like who like uh it, it, maybe it was good back then maybe it wasn't good back then maybe we just all liked it but like that's not a fun you, that doesn't help me one way or the other move mm-hmm. forward at all uh anyone else have anything they never want to see again i got i got one and i feel like this will be controversial okay i'm over video game reviews yeah. I think reviews that approach video games from the sense of like, should you buy it or not? How are the controls? Like fans of the genre will appreciate. Like there's this outdated method of reviewing games that I'm so bored by. And I always think about like Roger Ebert, how his movie reviews were never like, should you go see it? Thumbs up or thumbs down. Although I think that was his criteria. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, he did give it a thumbs up or thumbs down. <laughs> But he was always talking about like the cultural impact or what this game made him feel or how he could relate to this game or this uh, movie through his life Well, he life was experience. playing a lot of Banjo-Kazooie. That was around <laughs> yeah. his time. Yeah. He quit when he couldn't find 100 notes on yeah. Mumbo's Mountain. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like video game reviews, it's maybe not that I don't ever want to see them again, but it's time for them to evolve. Like Most people know if they're going to buy a video game or not at this point. And then I think what you see with... Um, Celeste is a good example of like all of a sudden a game starts getting review momentum and then then it kind of like puts it on your radar. Mm. But that feels so infrequent to me when you look at uh, how many games are getting the blockbuster review and it's always like the same scores from everybody. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like I don't care anymore about it coming from this consumerist perspective like come at it from an emotional perspective a human perspective we're all just people we're all just experiencing art i think just also be a good writer like being a good writer goes such an incredible so i i'm i'm a huge fan i've said it before on this podcast a lot i'm a huge fan of tim rogers who writes for kotaku yeah so this guy he makes a video that usually goes along with every single article he does where he just verbatim reads the article out loud and puts it to a video it is always top notch even if he hates a game it's still the funniest thing and he's still like clearly giving this game a lot more than it deserves like sure if it's bad like he did a video on bubsy like the new bubsy game and it's like it's it's always so funny and he's always incredibly fair to everything and like every caveat he has i think is really smart like I love Crackdown Three, but I'm an idiot. Like it's like stuff like that. It's like yeah. it's just it's it's very good. Um, and he 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 seems to have this joy. He approaches video games with like joy, as opposed to a burnt out, middle aged person working a desk job at one of these big publications, right? And I think that's uh, that's important. But I I, w- I go back and forth on review scores. 
Because I'm like, that does tell me whether or not I am going to buy a game. Yeah. Like, I, what bothers me about that whole thing now is that pub- publications will, you know, cram to get a review out for a game. So these people, the like reviewers are playing them. So, I mean, you review games. I don't know how it is for you, but like, that's kind of a weird environment to like put, say your piece about a game yeah. as opposed to like down the road or when you like, cause we don't always binge games like that. We might play a game over weeks or months or yeah. come back to it. Well, and that, not only that, like I feel like coming at it from with any sort of angle, like saying this is the kind of game that I was able to play over a course of weeks. Like this is my experience with it is so much more valuable than like we have our review standards and mm-hmm. we will always beat a game before it's done and before we'll write about it. It's like, who cares? I don't mind people, by the way, throwing out a review for a game they haven't finished. Yeah. I don't mind oh, that at 100%. All. Like as long as they're- you don't? Up, as long as they're upfront about it. it. Yeah. Hate it. You hate it? You hate it. I if if it's finish a, the game, then tell me how I don't know you if it's feel a, about the game. I don't th- I don't know. I, think, I I think it communicates a lot about the game the fact that they didn't finish okay. it. Okay. I think if it's a game like The Division Two or Destiny Two, like I don't need them to finish that game. Yeah. I need them to well, because uh, finishing that game would entail a lot more than just the campaign, like right? Because uh-huh. that, but. But yeah, I guess for a game that is like a Final Fantasy or a Zelda, they should more talk about. You should probably finish it. Like, yeah, it's it's. I don't think so. It's, it's I I even feel like, um, something like I remember hearing somebody talk on a podcast about reviewing Dragon Quest Eleven, and uh-huh. he's like, "I'm a hundred hours into it, and I'm very excited to get started on my review when I finish it." Mm, it was yeah. like you put a hundred hours into it. That communicates all I need to know about the game. The oh, end, yeah. I well, can't see, imagine that at I'm the end there. At the end of the game, it's going to change so much about that experience that it will like completely change your review score. Yeah, like, when you've been held hostage for that long, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. there's no ending that will either you'll <laughs> love or hate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think that maybe instead of doing like a review in a vacuum, it's talk about how you experience the game and then review that experience. Yeah. Whether it is like that dude reviewing that first hundred hours or like I played it I just skimmed the story or I played the multiplayer and none of the single player mm-hmm. campaign yeah. in like a division or whatever I used to be so irritated with people who reviewed stuff until I started doing it and then I it's like it's like the first assignment you get where you know you're gonna hate you know you hate it immediately mm-hmm. but you now have to finish it <laughs> creates within you an anger that I can't really describe. It is so frustrating. Like I remember I got a game and I was like so excited. And then I just immediately knew jumping into it, like, I hate this and I'm going to hate it now for 25 hours. Like that's why game reviews end up being so malicious and like scathing is because they're, they had to play the whole thing, and they're so upset <laughs> about they're it. Def, there has to be room for forgiveness there, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think if, uh, if for instance, standards changed, and you didn't maybe... Or, or like, uh, you know, a lot of places like will be like, hey, also, by the way, if this sucks, we have deals with these publishers and developers. Just send it back to us and don't review it. Mm. Like, I've had... I, used, I review comic books also, and mm-hmm. they're like, they're like... We actually don't want to lose our image, uh, like our deal with Image Comics. Like, oh, so no. so you can't write like, you can't necessarily bash something over mm. the head. Like you can you can talk openly about whether it's bad if, but if it's really really bad, we would just opt out of reviewing it at mm. all, which I think is actually a cool way to go about it. Maybe yeah. 
Unless you're like a bloodthirsty journalist who needs no, the truth has to get. Someone might buy this, right? <laughs> um, who cares? July, anything you want to see? Go, go, bye, bye. DLC. <laughs> <laughs> just in general. I would say for like a now we're just on to video game stuff that should go away. I mean well, that is literally content. That's true. Yeah. I mean for you know huge titles mm-hmm. like Spider Man. I loved Spider Man. I'm never gonna play the DLC, <laughs> but it would be great if all that stuff. It all sounds great. All the DLC mm-hmm. should have been in the game. Yeah, just put it. Has in the there game. ever been like great DLC? Yeah, I guess Bioshock. Bioshock Infinite had like some interesting stuff. In well, its and I think the my, my go-to is always the Rockstar. Uh, uh, what is what is oh, the shooting? Ballad of Gay Tony. No, no, no. That's good. I've heard that's good. Mm. But yeah. I, I'm thinking of uh, Red Dead Redemption. Nightmare. Undead that, Nightmare. Undead Nightmare. Okay. That's supposed to be very good. Um, I feel like also a lot of DLC that's really good, they also release as just sta- a standalone game like right. that you could just play. Like, Yeah, like I I assume... I mean, I hope they do that for Spider-Man. That's <laughs> yeah. when I'll play it then. Yeah. I, I yeah. will say that DLC is not very good. I oh, have, it's not? I've played it all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the first one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I would actually play that one if you like Black Cat. Hey, you were just pretty cute. Yeah. You were just talking about how much you love Black Cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's interesting. Yeah. Do you, you don't even like surprise free DLC? Oh, anything free I love. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> Come on. Right. Don't get yeah, me yeah, wrong. Yeah. I'm not crazy. Yeah. Um, no, because it's sort of a thing where if I know a DLC, especially if they announce it early on, like, oh, there's going to be DLC three months after this game releases. I'm like, what? Why, why don't you just delay the game and put this stuff in the game? <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, all very good. And honestly, that's been our show. Guys, thank you so much for uh, joining me on this quest to uh, really give this industry a shakedown that it's deserved <laughs> for a long time. Uh, let's go ahead and do a round of plugs. You can catch me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. Mikey McCaller. I'm on Twitter at Michael McCaller and Instagram at Michael McCaller uh, at friendship at Michael McCaller. I'm just a human man named Michael McCaller who wants to be friends (laughs) with all of you. Friendship the app, right? Yeah, you can download it on iOS or Google Play Store. Google Play Store. Mm. Nice. Nice. Uh, follow me on Twitter at July Diaz. Uh, listen to my podcast Inside Video Games with July. It's on YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. Yeah, Google Play. Yeah, I believe it's on Google. <laughs> I recently had to switch uh, RSS feed, so maybe it's not on there right now, but oh, nice. it will be. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Connor underscore McCabe. All right. And, uh, yeah, goodbye.